Hello and welcome to Gone Will Hunting. This is a Hunter Hunter rewatch and recap podcast. We're here on Greed Island talking about video games and cards and and isekai, I guess. I'm one of your hosts, Keith. My pronouns are they, them. I'm your other host, and among all those things we're talking about, we are also talking about a murder most foul. Oh, shit. And also, some fun. What are your pronouns? He, him. Okay. Um, yeah, pretty much what I've noticed about this this video game is the scenery so far, and so I'm excited about that as an open world gamer. Uh, and I'm Sky. my pronouns are they, them. Sick. I can't believe Greed Island invented good graphics before Skyrim. Can you believe? I can't believe Greed Island has no exploitable physics problems before Skyrim. That's so crazy. (laughs) Bethesda, I need you to step up your game. Right? These VR games really be doing too much, but you know. SMH. In Greed Island, you can just see a place and walk to there. Oh my god, you see that? You guys see that mountain out in the distance? We can walk there. <laughs> you could just walk there. <laughs> Truly incredible. It's insane. Can you believe? I'm I'm having trouble believing. Mm. You clearly haven't played enough open world games then. I, I have. Have you ever played this fun game called Skyrim? Skyram? I don't yeah. I don't know what our It's it's kind of indie, but um it's got a lot of like really cool like um it, it had like pretty revolutionary graphics for the time, you know. It's got a lot of like fun open world concepts. Um Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm not a nerd. I don't I don't know what you're talking about. So many so many incredible puzzles to solve. Yeah, so many. Oh, Portal. You guys are talking about Portal. <laughs> So many puzzles singular to solve in Skyrim. Mm-hmm. So many cave to explore. <laughs> oh, Portal. You guys are talking about Portal. I don't think there are any caves in Portal, except mm. for, you know. Cave Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. I see. Man, Portal's a fun game, huh? Yeah. Anyone fun. else gay for GLaDOS here? No. No, I don't want to have sex with a robot. Are you sure? Yeah. Not even GLaDOS? Yep. Not even if she's mean to you? Um, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, no, not my cup of tea. That's valid. GLaDOS is pretty funny, but she has tried to kill me repeatedly, so... Yeah, I like that. a little murder between lovers? I'm not into that toxicity. (laughs) I'm not that toxic. What's a little scientific experimentation slash murder between two lovers? You know, sometimes I just, I feel like I'm not into it. I'm sorry. Is <laughs> no. that is that wrong for me to say? Don't want to be hunted for sport as no. a part of foreplay? No, that's understandable. You know, to each his own. Yeah, you see, see, sometimes it just be like that. Mm-hmm. That's valid. Hey, were we talking about Hunter Hunter? Were we? I, I think so. Mm. Were we? Well, this first episode we're watching is called Invitation and Friend. I wonder what they'll be invited to. Mm. I wonder who the friend is. Hmm. hmm. Do we know anyone in the show who are friends? No. 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 There are no a single one in the show. They're all extremely toxic rivals. Uh, I knew it. Um. Yeah. Darn. Darn. You hate to see it. Hmm. But speaking of open world games, this episode pretty much starts like exactly like Breath of the Wild, where you come out of the stasis chamber and it's just like, wow, look at the scenery. It's so cool. There's a big cutscene and everything. Hmm. Yeah, the Mm cutscene is, damn, I see grass. (laughs) The cutscene is, wow, you see that mountain? I bet I can go there. You see that mountain? I bet I could walk to it. (laughs) 
What a cutscene. Fortunately, fortunately, Gon did not wake up in a cart, handcuffed, being taken to a long cutscene where he's about to get executed, and then a dragon comes and fucks things oh up. Oh my god, can you imagine? Just like in Breath <laughs> of the Wild. <laughs> <laughs> if this started with just like, hey, you're finally awake, I can't. <laughs> just like in Breath of the Wild. <laughs> Bethesda title screen. Mm. The same exact thing. So Gon walks out onto the the fresh earth, the mm-hmm. fresh dewy earth, and he says, "Damn, I'm being washed." As he look like at the vast expanse of absolutely nothing. Yeah, much He's, like Breath of the Wild. Link says, "Damn, I'm being washed." <laughs> he walks out and he goes, "Fuck, someone's watching me." Oh, Link, famous for his uh, speaking capabilities. That's so true. Wow, he's an orator. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um. So he's like, okay, well, I have to wait for Killo anyway, so I'll just chill here and maybe they'll, you know, come antagonize me. Mm-hmm. So he sits down, he chills, he rests for a bit, rests his weary bones. Mm-hmm. Um, people start to funnel out, some we know, some we don't, some we've seen in the opening, some we haven't, so mm-hmm. all of them are clearly very important. Um, There's a short man who waits. Oh, totally. Yeah, there's a short man with fangs, and he said his friend comes out, and it's a tall guy with an afro, and he says, hey, buddy, we're being watched. And the short guy goes, yeah, but if we could sense them, they're not that good at it, so no problem. And he's like, okay, well, let's head over to where they are. Yeah, short guy waiting for his tall boyfriend. Yeah, they're dating in love. Mm-hmm. Um, Obviously. Kilua walks out, and the first thing he says is, we're being watched. So cur- clearly it's a thing that this game wants you to get the impression of. Mm-hmm. Um, and Gon says... Yeah, you notice, and he's like, Killua looks around, and he's like, yeah, so we're being watched from over there and over there. And Gon's like, you could tell, and he's like, I mean, yeah, that's that's where the presence is coming from. Yeah, so yeah. So there should be cities over there we can go to. was like, yeah, everyone went either that way or that way when they came out, right? And Gon's like, what? How'd you know that? And he's like, well, that's where we're being watched from, <laughs> that way and that way. So, you know, people are going to go towards the There are two directions. Mm-hmm. Famously, there are two directions. I love how Kilua does come out and after like two minutes says like, we still don't know who's watching us. And I'm like, Kilua, you literally just got here though. Kilua, you're literally still in a field. <laughs> you guys are both standing on in a field, not talking to anybody, but whatever. Mm-hmm. So they decided to basically head out and Kilua is like, hey, Gon, so uh, what was in your what was in your file? Did you get any cool cards? And Gon's was like, huh? Yeah, Kilua asks, what's your isekai cheat skill? Yeah, yeah, what's your famous isekai cheat skill that gets you all the ladies, but you will not accept sex from any of them because you are a nice boy? Um, and then sure? Gon says, huh? And he says, you see, in book, and he, a book pops out and he says, mine has nothing in it, but yours must have some cool cards, right? And Gon says, nope, not a thing. Yeah, he says, nope, Jing just wanted to tell me to have fun. Jing just left me a message and all it said was, have fun in my video game. <laughs> So he got an editor's note, which is cool. Wonderful. No one else gets the editor's note. Gon's, Gon's isekai cheat skill is that his dad said mm-hmm. hi. Gon's isekai cheat skill is his dad came back from buying cigarettes for two seconds to leave a voicemail that said, <laughs> hey, hope you enjoy this video game I made. Yeah, his dad did invent this game, but unfortunately he did not give him any any cool cheats or anything. That's, that's a skill. His dad may be the CEO of Nintendo, but that does not give him shit. <laughs> His dad's the CEO of Nintendo, but all those secrets are on lockdown. He does not have, he does not know when Luigi will return next. He is the CEO of Nintendo, but unfortunately his dad also hates him. <laughs> um, You know what? I bet 
if Jing were the CEO of Nintendo, he probably would tell Gon that you can find Mew under the truck. He would. Mm-hmm. Actually, he would, like, conspicuously put a giant sign at the truck and have, like, a tire in a box somewhere. So Gon could figure out. Just to be mean. Yeah, and then he would be like, oh, were you hoping to find, like, answers on how to get Mew under this truck? Guess not. Anyways, enjoy you living under the truck. <laughs> um yeah so they decide to go just keep walking heading toward the town that was watching them and out of nowhere a big fucking beam of light pops in and a dude lands in front of them and he's like hey you guys new players you stupid kids some new stupid players and killer's like wouldn't you like to know pretty much and this old man's like, <laughs> you can't fool me. I know you guys are new from the fact that you just walked in. <laughs> Anyways, I'm going to look at your cards. I like his um, cheekbone eye piercings, but I don't like the fact that he's just spawn camping this game. So, you know, yeah, pros and cons of this new man. Doing a very shitty job of it. Let's be very clear. <laughs> he takes out a card. I think it's, what is it? Is it steel? Uh, First, he takes the uh the i forget what it's called exactly but it's like an inspect so card he just checks uh kilo's empty card slots in his binder yeah. yeah and then i thought he used steel for that because he can check to see what you're gonna steal yeah he used i think it i don't remember <laughs> if it was steel or if it was just something else but basically the point of it was that he did consume a card to check that their slots were empty yeah he did consume a card to check to see they had absolutely nothing great job guy Mm -hmm. and he's like well i'll do this so anytime you guys get cards i'll be able to take them from you (laughs) so oh yeah and like yeah when he played the card like a bunch of information popped up on his binder so he was just able to like uh read gonan kilowa's names just by like seeing them and he's like oh siri gonan kilowa and they're like what how did you know that Mm -hmm. he's like i know many things (laughs) like this spell card trace so apparently some people in this game have the advantage of knowing how to play Mm. And that puts our boys at a serious disadvantage. As we all know, Gon has never played a video game in his life, and Killua doesn't do it because Malik Maluki owns video games, and you don't want to be anywhere near that. Yeah, I feel like Killua would be a gamer, but Maluki is the only gamer he knows, so he's like, yeah, no thanks. He's like, not for me. <laughs> so this guy is like, haha, I, I'm gonna make sure that anytime you guys do get good cards, I can just come over and steal them anytime I like. I use this card, trace on and a big sh- beam of light shoots out and starts following Killua and Killua is like oh gotta get out of here and starts running away but it keeps following him and following him and this dude's like <laughs> you've never played a video game before this spell has a hundred percent hit chance you fool you idiot and it eventually hits Killua and Killua just kind of like stops for a second gets up and the screen gets all dark and staticky, mm-hmm. and Killa just goes, "Say, what did you just do to me?" Yeah. As he looks at this dude, <laughs> Killa, Killa makes his spooky face, and the man yeah. gets very scared, and uses a card to teleport away. And he says, "Away, return to Masadora." 
I think, is the name of the place. Yeah. He says, Zoink Scoob, let's get out of here. Mm-hmm. And he teleports away, and Killua instantly turns off the static and makes his eyes go back to normal and says, well, that was fucked up, mm-hmm. coward. Yeah. Yeah, that dude said, that kid, scary as shit, and teleported away. <laughs> the vibes on that kid? Uh-uh. <laughs> uh, yeah. Pretty much there. I mean, I think Killua confirms that there was, like, no actual, like, damage or anything, but he's just like, what the... Yeah, he knows that something hit him and it's on him, but he knows that there is no damage. Mm-hmm. So that's a thing. Yep. So Kilua and Gon head to the nearest city. Um, it's a nice, fun city. People around, everyone's chilling. Yeah. Um, before that, we do get a little, a little bit with the phantoms. Oh yeah, do we pot them? We do get to see Pakunoda's grave. Yeah, we do. <sighs> Fucked up. Yeah. So. <laughs> So Shalmark is like, hey, Shizuku, Kordabi, come with me. And they're like, what do you need? And he's like, I, I want to go into this video game. I want to I wanna head in with you guys. And as he's saying this, we do pop over to a quick scene of some flowers and a gun just resting on a grave. Mm-hmm. And Machi just kind of- a nice sit- Christian cross. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, they're Catholic. Yeah. Uh, and Machi sitting on like a piece of rubble near it, just looking, looking forlorn. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were dating and in love. Yeah, um, they sure were. So they're just- Shalnark is like, okay, so you know how Phaeton and Finks went in? I want to go in, and I think there'll probably be something cool and valuable in there. So, you know, this is kind of like uh, business from the boss. This is kind of like, you know, f- official Phantom Troop work, and she's Q and Quarterbeer like, oh, well, if it's a job, okay, we're down. Let's do this. <laughs> so, you know, gamers are a job now. Mm-hmm. Gaming is a job. They're going to start their Twitch stream soon. Wow. I'm so happy for them. I can't believe the Phantom Troop figured out how to be streamers. She's a coup bathwater. Um, <laughs> oh, no. Uh-huh. Bad. <laughs> E-girl Machi is on her way. Um, yeah, I feel like Machi sells her bathwater. She's a coup sells her smelly socks exclusively. I hate I hate this I hate this conversation. <laughs> Shizuku definitely traded smelly socks for a nope. Nintendo Switch and no, that's no, canon no. and we're moving on. Nope, no nope, nope, nope. So so that's the Phantom Troop scene. Um basically they they go to um but from there, we go to Gon and Kilua, and Gon is worried about Kilua's trace, but they do make it to uh, a- Antikaiba? Antikiba? I'm not sure how to pronounce yeah, this Yeah, yeah, yeah. Antikaiba from Yu-Gi-Oh. This is a town that hates Kaiba. That is true. It hates billionaires. That Good is, for it. That is, that is canon. Um, but yeah, this is the town of prizes, and um, they go into this town. There's lots of like different like things you can do. Um, one of the big things is there's going to be a rock paper scissors tournament. For some reason, this world is just obsessed with rock paper scissors, um, and there's a big tournament for that. And um, they're they, gonna get ready for it, yeah. and they're like, "Oh, maybe we should enter." And as they're about to, Kilo is just like, "Yeah." That guy's gonna enter. Do you know if he's real or not? And Gon's like, uh, maybe. And Kill is like, he is. We saw him come in. He was with our group. Also, that guy over there, that that one black guy we see from the opening, mm-hmm. the one guy I just pointed to isn't in the opening. So you know he's gonna be here for a while. Mm. Um, and they're like, cool. Let's go get a lot of prizes. But before that, 
let's get some food because we hungry. That's right. Yeah, hungry. There is just a there is just a big wall with a bunch of flyers for different quests on them yeah. where you can win prizes. It's almost like a video game. <laughs> Slumus. Hey, I think it's kind of like a video game almost. It's almost like a video game. It's almost like this is some sort of like hub or something. I wonder if there are class systems in this game. Hmm. 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 Intriguing. Hmm. I want to be a mage. I mean, I think if you have Nen, you're just like instantly a mage. I know, but I want to be a Nen mage and then also be a mage in the game. So you want your Nen ability to be fireball? Or do you want your nun ability to be the vague idea of being a mage? <laughs> I mean, fireball is so limiting, you know? Like, fireballs are cool, but what if I want to do some other type of magic? I mean, if you just make your nun ability, like, heat manipulation, you could just raise someone's body temperature. That is true. My dad did beat a D&D campaign once by lowering a, like, some sort of big orc or something. They lowered his balls to, like, 30, negative 32 degrees, so he Why? couldn't he couldn't fight them. Why? Because his balls were too cold. Why? Why his balls? Um, because they were like college students playing D anD D. That okay. that tracks to me. That All makes right. sense. Mm-hmm. Why would he? Yeah. Why would he do right? that to the orc? <laughs> yeah, because the orc was too big to fight, but then his balls were too cold, so he was like, "Oh shit!" and had to run away. Why would they simply not love each other? Um, I don't think this is like the the fuck everything type of D anD D group. Then what kind of D and D group is it? I don't know. Okay, whatever. My dad's vaguely Christian. <laughs> whatever. Um, <laughs> so they head to a tavern and they get a absolutely ginormous plate of spaghetti, and I say yes um, from a cat boy. Yeah, from a cat sensei. They get they get big cat boy spaghetti. They get big. I cat love how Kilawa does have his cat boy face on like the whole time in this cafe, <laughs> just because it is a cat boy cafe. Yeah, he's blending in. Yeah, he's just like, aha, he, my people. <laughs> he's using cat boy to cat boy communication. That's exactly this will right. Be relevant later. <laughs> well, obviously, it doesn't work because they get their food, and this guy is like, if you could finish all this within thirty minutes, you get a cool prize. And they're like, okay, let's dig in, and they start eating. And going, Kilis is like, hey, a uh, weird chef guy. So what's the deal with this town? What are what are like? Where do you get like any cards or prizes? And the guy's like, cards? What's that? I don't know what you're talking about. And Gon's like, where can we like go to get for information about that? Any like quests you guys give out? And he's like, quests? I don't know about that. Mm-hmm. Kill was like, this is a stupid NPC. He's not gonna give a shit. And Kill was like, ah, oh, fuck their NPC. It's almost like we're in a video game. <laughs> yeah, this does remind me of like older adventure games like i'm thinking specifically of wizardry 8 just because that's the one i played a whole bunch when Mm -hmm. i was when i was a kid but yeah it it sometimes these you know these old school adventure games will just have a conversation system where you can just like type in anything to ask an npc and like but they only know like five responses it's very funny kind of like those like really old like just type adventures like the black and white ones where like everything is typed yeah. but sometimes you the, <laughs> when it when it gets real confusing there's really nothing to type in that's going to give you a response yeah yeah jing make better ai for your open world adventure game how can i walk to that mountain and talk to a weird cat boy there if all he says is i don't know about that yeah where's the realism jing smh why isn't this cat boy dateable why aren't there over 2 billion responses? <laughs> J- 
Ching, this cat boy lacks verisimilitude. <laughs> Jing, why doesn't this game react to my every decision in real time? Why isn't this just the best video game ever? SMH. I'm going to go play Skyrim again. <laughs> <laughs> so they finally, they eat all their spaghetti and the cat boy goes, congratulations, you won. You got the card. I don't remember its name, but it's a big fucking fish. Yeah, uh, they get a big, nasty fish card. They get a big, nasty, nasty fish. Mm-hmm. And, and they're a little confused. So the cat boy does, does indulge and give them some information about how to read their cards. And they learn... Uh, I forget what number the card they got was, but then um, the skill level was like F85 or F. It's an F level uh, card. So it's like third easiest. And then it has a 185 um, uh, 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 conversion rate. And I'm not sure what conversion rate is, but it it has a 185. It means yeah, it just it just means that only 185 of those cards can exist at the same time. If if it's if it's hit that limit, then you can't make any more cards out of the item. That's kind of what I was like thinking from like vaguely what I've seen of this arc before, but every time yeah. there's rules happening, I'm just like, wow, I'm zoning out now. But there is a lot of rules and exposition in these two episodes. Yeah. So yeah, like a little a little spacing out is allowed, honestly. <laughs> I'm just hoping that anything that's actually pr- plot relevant will be explained when it's relevant because boy, oh boy, it am will I not. not going to figure it out. Um, it will not. But yeah, they're, they're kind of pissed. They're like, oh damn, I ate all this pasta and I didn't even get a good card. I got a, sh- a shit trash card. Um, but then they, they hear a commotion outside and they go out. There's a fucking body just out in the street. Mm-hmm. It's that man from before, mm. the man with the red shirt and weird eyebrows. That they're like, "Hey, he came in with us. He's fucking dead. He's fucking dead. He's fucking dead." And everyone's like, huh, "Was it? Do you know who? Could it be the bomber?" Oh shit! Oh fuck! Oh damn! Who could that be? And everyone's like, "Oh shit! Another murder. This this place is getting dangerous. What what's going on?" Mm-hmm. And as they're talking and wondering who it could be. His body just kind of evaporates. Hell yeah. It just kind of turns to dust. We love a good video game corpse dissolving mm-hmm. scenario. You don't want bodies everywhere as you're going around killing NPCs. That would right. be fun. They get kind of stinky. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So they're like, oh, damn. Nice of Jing to make to make the corpses despawn. That's right. Thank you, Jing. <laughs> Thank you, Jing, for programming this game. For programming despawning corpses. That's right. Um, and they're like, ah, damn, he must have he must have died in real life because his body's disappearing. In this video game, it's even more dangerous than we thought. Yeah. And then a random man who looks like shit walks up and he's like, Yeah, this place is dangerous. Wanna be in my team? Mm-hmm. Wanna be on my group? Y'all hear about the bomber? He's very dangerous. I have him in my notes as Double Boy. I don't know his name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Also, a lot of characters we meet whose names we don't get. Yeah, that's what's getting me in this episode. Half my notes are like, uh, this guy with the very open shirt. Yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> it's okay. You can basically classify him to, have I seen them in the OP? Yes. Were they moving in the OP? No? Then they don't matter. Right. So... 
we, this guy basically invites Gon and Killua to join his very fun club of how to deal with the bomber and not die. Mm-hmm. So they follow him and they... Yeah, he says if they come with him, he's going to explain spawn camping and uh, spell cards. And sp- spawn camping spell yeah. cards and that little thing that's on Killua now. And they're just like, oh, fuck, we got to figure that one out because... What if it's dangerous? Mm-hmm. And there's a funny scene where he pulls out his binder and then the boys jump back and he goes, ha ha, this is how I know you're new because you didn't even take out your fucking binder. You guys didn't use your fucking books on <laughs> instinct, you idiots. You ain't shit. You didn't even pull up your fucking radio wheel for battle, you stupid morons. <laughs> you idiots. This is me getting yelled at in video games. Yeah, this is just what playing online is like. Mm-hmm. This is you doing anything and someone being like, you fucking moron. Yeah. It's like you don't even have your hotkeys assigned. It's like you don't even have any hotkeys, you <laughs> stupid idiot. <laughs> Are you even serious about this game? And you say, not really. And they Absolutely say, get not. the fuck out of here. <laughs> So they go with them. They're at a building of some sort. It doesn't really matter. They're just sitting on some steps. And we see all our favorites. We see the one black guy. We see the one girl. We see the one dude whose head is shaped weird. Mm-hmm. And they're standing. There's another group of guys we've never seen before, including Stubble. Mm-hmm. Including... Blonde Catholic. Blonde Catholic, who definitely wasn't in the OP and jumping out of a huge exploding background. That sure. doesn't mean anything. Mm-hmm. Um, uh-huh. Some other dudes who are so generic, I don't even remember them really. Um, and Blonde Catholic certainly isn't touching his glasses in a sinister way. <laughs> he doesn't keep pushing up his anime glasses and they don't keep getting some glare. And I have never seen anime before, so that means nothing to me. Sure. And Stubble is explaining all the reasons why this game is bad and awful and terrible, and Jing did a shitty, shitty job. Yeah, fuck Um, Jing. He's like, well, since cards have conversion rates and you can only make so many of so many cards, some cards are extremely rare and hard to get. So instead of playing the game like normal people and having fun, people have decided that you could just like kill and torture people for their cards. That's something you can do. Something that's like allowed. And so a lot of people have been going around and threatening people for their cards. And when they don't give them to them, they just kill them. But this creates the problem. The cards get deleted afterwards. Oh, no. So everyone loses. Oh, my oh, God. No. Yeah, they're oh, like, shit. oh, yeah. Like, they tried to program this game so that people wouldn't kill people because then the cards die. But it backfired because they're like, well, what if the cards just die? That's okay. I don't care. Just what if? What if people decide they don't want the cards and then they just <laughs> kill the person instead? Anyway, obviously, Jing never thought about spawn campers. <laughs> so Jing, true. Never, Jing never thought about people who are just trolls. How could he forget about the trolls? Jing didn't do enough like uh, uh, Call of Duty research before he went on here. Yeah, Jing obviously never played World of Warcraft for hours on end, the fucking <laughs> moron. And so they're debating and worrying and concerned about all this and talking about like so we want to form a group of like a group of people who can get all the cards and not kill anybody and not use force and therefore beat the game without killing if we use teamwork we can beat the game in three months and not get killed by the bomber this will definitely work this will definitely work and fucking dude with a weird head with the purple shirt and everything is like well, so then there are three methods to beating this game. There's killing, there's uh, bribery, and then there's stealing. I assume you're going to use the third? 
And he's like, well, obviously. And he's like, and then the one black guy's like, I mean, yeah, but the others are on the table, but the third will be the most used. And mm-hmm. purple guy gets mad at that for some reason. Don't know what's going on with them. I don't really care. Instead, but in but it's fine because instead of using violence to do stealing, they're simply going to collect all the steal cards in the game, just completely monopolize that resource, and then go around stealing all the cards they need to win. They're just gonna instead of using force to kill people, they're going to make the game borderline unplayable and make everyone have an awful time. Mm-hmm. And Therefore, you can you can see Gone getting big mad through this conversation. Yeah, Gone hates uh-huh, people uh-huh. who cheat and make the game not fun to play. Um, so Gones Gones says we need a moderator. <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> there are no mods. Unfortunately, mods are asleep. Unfortunate, unfortunately, he's impossible to contact. Unfortunately, he says things like, "Oh, I bet you thought you could find me in this game." Haha. <laughs> <laughs> so Gone is quietly seething. There, others are debating, and eventually, they're like, "Okay, well, who wants to join our group? Uh, we have like over fifty of us." And the one guy's like. Well, if there are only 50 of you, when we all split the reward at the end of this game, how much is that? And the guy's like, I mean, we'd all split it evenly. So, you know, about a little under 50, about a little under 101 billion for each of us. And the guy's like, hmm, I was really hoping for that 50 billion just for me, but whatever. Yeah, he's like, I like the three month thing. So I'm in. And then the the guy, okay, where have we seen these blue jumpsuits before? Or do they just look like the uniforms in, um, uh, My Hero Academia. Because I, I don't know what you're talking the, about. The 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 one black guy. I yeah. don't know his name, but I'm going to say that because he did, and he's like wearing this blue jumpsuit, and it looks very familiar he, to me. He doesn't ha- he doesn't have a name yet, and he doesn't have a distinct appearance. So unfortunately, we we do have to keep calling him the one black guy. I feel yeah, he is the one black guy that is a descriptor. But he's wearing that one the the blue jumpsuit, and I keep thinking it looks familiar. But now that I'm talking about it out loud, I think it really is just because it looks exactly like what they wear in my hero academia and it's not from this show at all weeb but i was Um, trying i thought he might be part of some organization that we've seen before in the show but maybe not um he's part of the guild of the one black guy Mm. it has one member and they all wear that jumpsuit (laughs) um so gone is eventually like hey killua i'm sorry and killa's like huh and gone says Fuck all of you guys. I'm out of here. And yep. he storms off. And Kilua says, well, you heard yeah. the boss. Okay, see ya. He he flips the double bird and just walks <laughs> out of there backwards. He, he blows a big stinky fart right before he leaves. And he says, have fun smelling my poops. <laughs> and just stamps right off. And Kilua says, well, you heard the boss. And he does a smaller toot and says, have fun smelling my poops. Mm-hmm. And... <laughs> As they leave, we get a shot of uh, the one girl who hasn't said a word so far, just kind of watching them as they leave. Mm-hmm. And they go, what about you, girl? Classic girl with long hair and dress. Are you joining us? Yeah, just this girl with a very distinctive appearance for no reason. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And they ask her if she's joined them, and she says, absolutely nothing. And then the scene cuts away. Great scene, everybody. Yeah, there's there is a boy with an undercut, and he shows up to say something, but I don't remember what it was. I I don't remember these people. Uh, you can tell they last through this arc very well. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. He shows up. I only say that because he does jump in later too to say some shit, but I don't think he's super important. But he does have a cool undercut, so he's there. Yep. 
So, do we go straight to Gon and Killua? I yeah. feel like there's an in-between. Okay, no, I think so. No, it's straight to Killua catching up with Gon and being like, hey, so what was that? Yeah, what was that, buddy? Uh, you okay? And Gon stops, takes a deep breath, and just goes, sorry, buddy, I just got mad. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gon is mad that people are playing this game in a way that the developers didn't intend. Can you believe? <laughs> Gon hates speedrunners. And Kilo is like, the system is fine, actually. We don't need regulations. Obviously, it was it was created like this. So obviously, this isn't how, you know, it was intended for people to play it. Monopolizing resources and being in big groups to bully other players and murder all the time. Obviously, you're just playing it wrong. <laughs> this isn't a problem with the game's fundamentals. You're just playing it wrong. That's exactly right. Gon hates speedrunners. He sees someone do like a glitch and he says, oh, I fucking hate this. Gon hates speedrunners. He hates modders. Anyone who has ever installed a mod on Skyrim should die in in Gon's mind. Gon saw the video about the dude doing a half A press and he fucking was seeding. And if you've ever used the Konami code, fuck off. Gon is one of those developers who makes it so if you cheat in the game, they just install a thing that blanks out the whole game and says like a funny message about how (laughs) cheating is bad. So Gon's like, yeah, I'm sorry. I just got so mad that they were making fun of Jing's game, the game that Jing, my father, who I know very well, Mm -hmm. spent so much time making. Uh, They were all saying it's a bad game because you can commit murder in here. But that's just everyone's fault for dying. Ha ha. Um, So I'm sorry, Killua, that you got to go around with that like spell still on you and we don't know how to remove it. And Killua's just kind of like, Nah, that's fine, buddy. I already forgot about it. I don't really care about it. It hasn't killed me yet, so it's probably fine. I'm I'm invincible. I'll never die. That is true. Let's go play your fun video game, buddy. And Gon's just like, oh, thanks, Killua. Uh, You know what? I'm so glad you're here. And Killua's like, haha, well, let's just keep going. And Gon's like, no, wait. Thank you. (laughs) And Killua stops and thinks gaily. No, Gon. Thank you. They have a very genuine moment of boys' friendship. It's very cute. Just guys being dudes and saying that they're thankful for each other. Mm-hmm. I, I think- love Kilawa's whole, like, um, how dare you? And Gon's like, um, I'm being sincere. How is this embarrassing for you? <laughs> <laughs> Kilawa gets so embarrassed and thinks to himself, no, Gon, I'm the one who's thankful for meeting you. And it's very heterosexual. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think I've pilled myself into because I'm going through the season already and being like, wow, I'm so excited. And this is so good. I feel like much better watching this than not saying the last season was bad. It's very good. But I'm just like, I'm getting so much more of a vibe that I love from this. I'm just like, oh, it's the beginning of Killua doing that. Yeah, <laughs> it's, the, it's the start of Killua being like that. There's a lot of good stuff in the last arc, but it's very light on the like Kilugon content. And like, I'm. It is fun to be back to that. That's true. That's true. That's the one weakness. Mm-hmm. It is injecting it right into my veins. And I said, I've missed you so much, so goddamn much. Yes, it is fun to watch guys being bros. Very- it is the beginning of going doing anything and the screen going being very painterly and Killua just being like, go. Literally. I'm thanking you. But then, but then we see classic girl. She saw the whole thing and she says, Guys being bros, eh? What if I ended their entire friendship? Ugh, women. (laughs) (laughs) Ugh. This 
tiny lesbian demon up there. She <laughs> says, oh, do you see this shit? I can't wait to have some gaslight gay cute girl boss moments. She's like, oh, there's, their friendship sparkles like a gem. I can't wait to crush it in my fucking hands. <laughs> I think I'm going to mess with him a bit. Mm-hmm. As a funny uh, uh, title card appears that says, she never messed with them. Pretty much. <laughs> she never did shit. <laughs> she, she decided to adopt the children, as all grown-ups in this show do. So, that's that's episode. Yep, that's episode. We had our funny awoos thing. Awoos. <laughs> <laughs> yep, Thank it's very you, fun. episode. Mm-hmm. Right over Bisky being a demon. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. As the narrator goes, who is this mysterious girl? Hmm, who is girl? Who is girl? <laughs> we haven't had any girl. Why haven't we learned her name after three episodes? God, it's girl. Okay. Ready to head into the next episode? Yep. yep. Okay. Rock, paper, scissors. Rock, rock paper, paper, scissors, scissors. tournament. This, I don't know. <laughs> this, this world is so obsessed with rock, paper, scissors, and it's so funny. I think Togashi is obsessed with rock, paper, scissors. Yeah. To- it's 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 even more obsessed in the 99 and manga, so just you wait. Togashi? <laughs> I don't know if Togashi was like a rock, paper, scissors champion in high school or something, but like, he has some demons to excise. He has something with rock, paper, scissors. It's so funny because it's like the first time we get it, it's all about like Leorio being just a dumbass about like, <laughs> he's like, oh, I'm a champ. I can do this. And then going in and being like, I have immediately forgotten strategy. It's about how it's like the most psychological game in the world. It's wonderful. <laughs> it's them being like rock, paper, scissors, that children's game. Mm-hmm. Most psychological game in the world. You've never seen anything better. It's also, I... I love rock, paper, scissors, and like, especially in this show, how it's very much like Gone can win because he's no thoughts head empty. But like, it's one of those where you have to balance being psychological and being just instinctual. And sometimes just pure instinct mm-hmm. will just completely win out. Right. It's very fun. Or you could, or you could win by cheating. Or you could as cheat. we're about to learn in too many Gones. Or you could fucking ah, cheat. Incredible. <laughs> So uh, so Kiloa wins the tournament, in fact, and gets the Sword of Truth. Yeah. He gets a big fucking sword. Kiloa got a sick-ass sword so quickly. Right? Can you believe? And as they're leaving, they're celebrating their cool-ass sword that they just got, and a random man just pops out from an alley, mm-hmm. and he says, give me your fucking cards, dudes. And they're like, no. Yeah. No, we're not doing that. Oh, real quick, this episode's called Reality and Raw. I'm trying to get better about naming the episodes. Wow, that's raw. First one. Yep. It is pretty raw. It is pretty raw. Shit, dude. It's real. <laughs> that is true. This episode did happen in real life. There's too much realism in this video game. It's too scary for I me. I have to turn it off. <laughs> it's too violent. <laughs> People can die? <laughs> no! Not too- <laughs> random man I never saw before. No one told me this game was going to be rated M for mature, and I have to turn it off now. This is ruining the minds of children. Mm. There's 12-year-olds in this game. Yeah, and they're doing violence. Think of the goddamn children. I can only I, I can only just imagine Jing Freaks interacting with the ESERB. <laughs> Jing Freaks. They're like, okay, we have to put a rating on this game. And he's like, okay, but it's like a Nen video game. You have to be a hunter to even play it. You have to use your Nen to get in. It's, re- it's all this shit. And they're like, we understand that, but what is... What what is the ESRB rating? <laughs> it's rated E for everyone in the sense that if you get it, anyone's allowed to play it. 
It seems like it must be. I think he did <laughs> rated H for hunters. <laughs> rated N for Nen users. Yes. So the random man pops up from the alley. He's like, give me your fucking cards. Give me that cool sword you got. And they're like, no, leave us alone. Mm-hmm. And he's like, uh, you think I won't? You think I won't fucking do it? You think I won't try to kill you? And they're like, buddy, please. Buddy. You look like a weak person. Mm-hmm. And he brings out his book and he's about to hit steel or whatever. And Gon just kind of teleports behind him and takes his card. Yep. And says like, see, that's how we know you suck. You you let this happen. Yeah, and he said it's so funny because he's like, "Oh, cool. Well, um, he, well, first he's like, yeah, well, I'll give this back to you this time.' But then he's like, "Oh, cool. Well, so now we know um that works. Like, if they don't finish the the thing, it's not gonna uh give us. It's not gonna use the card." And he's like, "Yeah, well, that only works against weak players." <laughs> like, yes, yes, it did. Yes, you're so right, buddy. You, you suck. <laughs> it did sure work. Um, and then they're like, "Well." We're so glad we got through that one obstacle. Mm-hmm. And then a group of like 10 other people just show up and are like, hey, you hear that about weak players? <laughs> <laughs> so they just show up and, you know, steal their cards. Yep. Yeah. They beat up some children for funsies. There's a lot more people in this video game than I would have thought. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of people in here. Yeah. Why are there so many people? Yeah, they kept talking about all the limits and stuff on, like, how many people were allowed in, and, like, it seems like there's many. This is a massive open-world game, and they're all just hanging out at the hub. Fucking losers. This, yeah, what are what is all these spawn campers? This game has been out for ten that years. So, presumably, people have been in it for a while. And no one has died yet. Bomber needs to hurry up and clear the field a bit. Um... So they're like, damn, we got our shit taken. What are we going to do? And they're like, well, we could try to sell some shit and go to the city of magic, Masadora, to get some spell cards to protect ourselves. And they're like, hell yeah, let's go do this. Where's Masadora? They're like, I don't know. Let's go get a map. Mm -hmm. And before they go get a map, we do get a quick cut of a bunch of nameless characters in a cave talking about game mechanics. And um, we get we get the cool guy gang (laughs) talking about their strategy in the cave. And we get blonde Catholic standing in the background. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, they are aiming to pick up a card named the Archangel's Breath. Hmm, I wonder if that'll be important Hmm. later. And yeah, the requirement for obtaining it is is collecting all 40 spell cards and then trading those in. And yeah, they have all the cards they need. No one has gotten this card before because everyone keeps using their spells like a bunch of dum-dums. Yeah. Just using their spells to and steal spells from each other. Bunch of fools. Like a bunch of idiots. Um, yeah, but... But yeah, they need to monopolize all the steely cards and also gain a bunch of protecty cards to keep Archangel's Breath safe once they do obtain it. So they're holding off on that for now. And that's the strategy meeting. So mostly. is that what prison is? Because I remember them saying they needed that card. Is that the card that they use that they are planning to use to keep the Archangel's Breath yeah, card safe? It basically just kind of locks it down. Okay, yeah. that makes sense. I was like, what is this prison card for? Yeah, it it matters a lot, and we'll definitely see them in this cool group a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, especially with blonde, tall Catholic who was in the opening, yeah, uh, being there with them, they're safe. Yep, um, absolutely. Yep. Also, in this version, does everyone get a packet with the names of all forty sp- and names and effects of all forty spell cards on it? Yes, they are told to memorize them. Like <sighs> this is a fucking class. <laughs> I. I've been playing a lot of Duel Links lately. Sure. And getting back into Yu-Gi-Oh. Mm-hmm. If someone ever told me to hand me a pack of cards, 
and told me to memorize every single spell card within them, I would literally look at them, laugh, and say, I'm not doing that, buddy. I It's simply not feasible to tell someone to remember a bunch of cards and what they do. Mm-hmm. You simply don't do that. You just read them as you're looking at them. Yeah, especially they're not even giving them, like, the cards. They're just giving them a packet of, like, these are what the cards are. Do they, like, write down this, or is there, like, somewhere you can buy what each card does? You think they just printed out a strategy guide? Yeah, did they make the Are world- you allowed to take strategy guides into the game? That's what I'm asking. That's my question, yeah. They they have all 40 cards, so I think they, they could have just copied that info yeah, down. Yeah, that seems like it would take a while, but it probably is what happened. <laughs> These damn cheaters. Damn, if, if, the, if the game costs, like, billions of money, how much do you think a Prima, Prima strategy guide for Greed Island costs? You know... Probably still $20. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> I don't know how much strategy guard, strategy guides cost these days because, you know, they're available online, so I've never bought one. Yeah. But, um, I literally, I just think they don't make them anymore because all that information is free now. I yeah. definitely, like, seen them because I'm pretty sure I saw, like, a Breath of the Wild one. But I could be wrong about that. It might not have been Breath of the Wild. It might have been Skyward Sword. But still, it was very readily available at that point. (laughs) But I definitely know they make them for, like, you know, Nintendo games at least. Because Nintendo is, you know, a little behind. Um, Yeah. But yeah, anyways... um, I don't I I, I can't follow any of what's happening there. But from there, we go to... uh, Go... They they are just strategizing yeah. about how they're going to win, and it's kind of complicated, and there's a lot of moving pieces, and you you kind of need to only know the general shape of their plan in order to, like, follow the plot, so... No spoilers. I know something happens to them soon-ish, but, um... Does it? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Oh. Perhaps not. But uh, I thought I don't this really group know. was staying us. <laughs> this group of over fifty players and characters. I thought we would get names and backstories for each of them. Yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> it seems like that the way it's setting it up. But Togashi's yeah, um, like expanding his how much of a group he could keep in an arc. <laughs> he got to thirteen. Is like, what if I jumped to fifty? <laughs> what if it was fifty instead? Um, but yeah, Gone is going to buy a map, and he decides that he should buy the cheap one that you have to fill out yourself, because that'll be more fun. And that's a very me mood, but Kilo is like, oh my god. Kilo's like, we're literally here for one purpose, I swear to god. He's like, <laughs> yeah, we're here to find to fun. any information on your dad. And Gon says, what? Sorry, I already forgot about that. Gon says, yeah, I got in the game, and Jing told me to have fun, and by god, I will that's what I'm fun. gonna do. So, they're heading out, uh, Girl is still following them. Yeah, they they do learn about they do hear that there will be random encounters on their way to Macedora, and they get very excited about it. Yeah, they're like, "Oh, hey, dude, where's Macedora?" And he's like, "Oh, you know, if you follow this road and then go to the woods and then through the woods, you'll find a mountain path. And yeah. after leaving the mountain path, you just head north and you'll be at Macedora." And they're like, "Cool, sounds easy." He's like, "I mean, <laughs> if you survive." Yep. He's like, "The woods are full of bandits, and if you get through there." You'll be attacked by many monsters in the mountains. And they're like, sick, sounds great, sounds fun. We just dealt with a bandit group of murderers, so we'll be fine. Yeah, he does say it's 80 kilometers north, and Kilo was like, yeah, we can do that. And um, that sounds like a lot, but I don't know how much a kilometer is, so... Mm, You know, it's like... 
What, one sixth uh, of a mile? It's like 3.1 or 3... Hold on. It's it's 5 kilometers to like 3.1 or 3.2 miles or something know. like that. Mm. So, uh, it'd be something... I'm not going to do mental math. What am I doing? I'm not doing that math. All I know is these children are also little monsters who can run for days, so it's fine. It's over 50 miles. That's about as math- much math as I can do. Yeah. But boy, is that a lot of miles. It's just far too it's, many. It's quite a few. <laughs> um, but yeah, they, they decide they're going to go that way. Um, they, they're leaving the place, and um, a, a, a strange girl comes up. We... Then she says, hey, please, can I join your group? And Kilowa says, oh, no, I'm really sorry, but you can. She says, why? And he says, um, you're annoying. He's like, <laughs> you're annoying and you would only get in the way. And no. they both just walk up. And she just kind of stands there and she's like, this little shit. Yeah, she takes a moment to be like, wow, I could kill this kid with my bare hands. And he has the disrespect. And while she's thinking this, they're like already gone. She's like, wait, no, don't leave me. <laughs> Um, classic girl did not count on Kilowa being as rude as he is. Classic girl forgot that Kilowa is rude. Kilowa is just the rude boy. So from here, we cut to our good friend, Shizuku, uh, Shalnark, and Kortopi. That's right. They're just chilling, chilling in the city. And Shalnark just launches on a long tirade explaining the mechanics of this game. And my brain literally just turns to nothing but static. Shalnark does more explaining, more exposition. He's talking about the cards and how Kortopi can't copy their abilities and Shizuku's vacuum cleaner can't. Uh, can't suck them up, and he takes this to mean that they're not actually in a video game, they're in a LARP. <gasps> oh, shit. He's oh, like, shit. I wasn't prepared. Get your foam swords. He's like, so we still got our net abilities, we still got our powers, so that's weird for a video game. Cordoby can't, like, make anything in this game, make a copy of it, turn into a card, so that's weird. And also... Yeah. We must be he in the basically real world. Deduces, he basically deduces that, yeah, all of these game elements must be Nen constructs because of how they interact with uh, with the other's powers. Yeah. And he has a whole thing where he's like, it would be, if it was really just a video game, it would be a lot easier to just, like, put your, like, aura into soul. the game. Okay, yeah, he does say soul. He says soul, so um, a soul exists. I watched the dub, or the sub, so, you know, I never know. But um, he, he basically is like, yeah, like, you're, it, it would be a lot easier for your soul to go into the game than, like, transporting your whole body, unless this is just a real-ass island. And Devin won't tell me if this is real or not, but I kind of hope it is, because I hope that Jane just made a fucked-up island and invited his 12-year-old child there. Don't worry about it. We'll figure that out later. <laughs> I really hope that that's the real thing. We'll figure out what's going on with this island later. It's fun video game island. Sure, sure. Uh-huh. Damn, do you think Jing could make an entire fucked-up island? <laughs> just for kicks? What if an entire island was <laughs> fucked up and Jing did it? <laughs> what if it was fucked up? And Jing did it. <laughs> what if there was a fucked up island and you could just kill people there and it was legal? Yeah. So while they're saying this, they're like, well, think. What if it was legal to be fucked up on <laughs> an island? And we what were both roommates. <laughs> <laughs> unless. Speaking of fucked up on an island and them both being roommate. Haha. <laughs> unless. Uh-huh. Uh, Finks and Phaeton are just killing some dude. Yep. 
They are already murdering. They are already murdering. And look who they killed. They already made like a game where they're like, okay, I'll head north, you head south, and we'll try to meet up in a complete circle and see who has the most kills by the end of this. Mm -hmm. Let's go. And we pan down. And they did... We pan down, and oh no, it's the guy who put the trace on Kilua at the very beginning. Oh my god, there are no consequences for our boys. <laughs> so the thing that Kilua was worried about, it just left and has no consequences because Vince <laughs> and Phaeton are actually looking out for our boys. Oh, I did want to say real quick that Shalnark's plan, his his whole thing now, is that he's going to try and figure out how to steal out of the island because he's convinced it's yeah. real. He so wants he's to steal like, from yeah. the video game. Dang, if these cards are real, we can probably take them huh we can probably just steal if there are valuable objects in this game we can just like take them Mm -hmm. i don't know why they just don't try to take the whole island but you know why would you simply not just lift the whole island why would you simply not just take the whole island it's your kingdom now how many boats how many piles of dirt to take this whole island uh well you see Shizuku has Blinky and most things on this island are not alive so mm. jot that one down. Mm. That's yes. so true. Yes, it's yes. too bad Crollo's gone because then he could just take his whole blanket and just make the whole island really he tiny. He could just put the whole blankie <laughs> over the whole island. <laughs> but unfortunately, he's still climbing down that plateau. Mm, that's so true. He's still staring off in the distance, saying to the east, hmm. Um, hmm. So to the east, I wonder what's. I wonder what kind of things could be over there. What kind of uh, continents or or islands, perhaps, mm. could be over there. Mm. So they—that's what they're doing. The Phantom Troop is just here, but they're now just like side characters doing nothing relevant. Um, they're just having fun. They're just hanging out. They're just playing video games. You know who else is playing video games? Gon and Killua. Mm. They're fighting some big giant cyclopses with big glowing not yet. points. Oh, not yet. Not yet. We catch them running through the woods first. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. They are sprinting and dashing and Our fun girlfriend is having golem vibes, she, just following them through. <laughs> she's doing a gay little run that's pissing them off. <laughs> she sure is. She's doing a gay little it run. It's a that, really gay run. It is a gay little run that's pissing them off. They're like sprinting as fast as they can. And she's just doing, like, the typical anime girl, like, hands at sides. Easily catching up with them with her arms, like, fully, like, up. Up and, like, running to the side and having horrible posture and just doing the most dainty little run. Mm -hmm. Still keeping up with them easily. So They're even doing fun little, like, dart runs. And she's just like, boop, here I go. Gon's just like, well, should we, like, do something about her? And Killa's like... No, we're we're keeping a good pace. She'll she'll obviously t- tuck herself out soon. She can't keep this up. Then we immediately cut to it being in the middle of the night, and they're doing quick like flash sprints, sprints, and she is still easily just keeping up with them, no problem. And Kill is like, okay, so I've made a mistake. Mm-hmm. She is better at this than I thought. Mm-hmm. And Gon's like, wow, I feel kind of bad. And Kila was like, don't. She got in here. She clearly knows what she's doing. I don't she's know why clearly she's fucking following us, but like you know. Don't know what this whole helpless act is. Yeah, and then they finally come across a random encounter. Except it's not one of those, it's a side quest. Mm. It's a side quest, they meet uh, people who have COVID. Yeah, they meet the COVID yep. ninjas. Yeah, a they bunch of ninjas. They meet the COVID bandits. Out. They're bandits who who pop out of the trees and jump at them, but then they're like, please help us. We have COVID. We're just coughing we everywhere. COVID. Please, we have COVID. Please help us. And they're coughing and they look like shit. Mm-hmm. And so we head to their village where we see a sick sleeping child. And the old village elder is like, 
all our villagers are sick and infected and the plague is slowly killing us all and they're like oh that's such a sad- the vaccine costs eight hundred dollars and it only lasts for a week the, the medicine it's so expensive and it lasts for a week because it's not a vaccine why didn't we get a vaccine low-key i did write in my notes just let him die because taking medicine once a week that costs eight hundred dollars for every week at this point in my life personally i am like i would just not take the medicine but <laughs> that was very harsh of me to write in my notes, perhaps, but I did write it. All right. <laughs> That's a conversation we should have later. Perhaps some sort of socialized healthcare is perhaps. needed for the, Can you for imagine? this island. Okay, that's a conversation we need to have later <laughs> about just let the boy die. Yeah. Can can we contact can we contact Listen. Ahmad about this? Oh we no, wait, no, because we he can't. said ha ha. Because it's Jay. See you later, kid. so they're like oh if only we had some money to get more medicine and Gon and Killer were like well we got some money and they're like you would give us your money oh thank you so much we oh you guys are so kind thank you we're so appreciative Kila was like you know if we give them what they ask for they might give us some items and information and then they're like how much do you need and they're like oh we need uh, 80,000 Jenny. And they're like, oh shit, they know exactly how much we have. And Bisky is like, hey, um, I, uh, I have that. I can do it. You guys don't need to spend literally all of your money on this quest that's not going to give you anything. Bisky and Kilo was like, like, hey, can you shut up? She just pissed in the background. Once again, Kiloa has the rudest Yeah, po- Kiloa literally just goes, hey, can you uh, shut up back there? We're kind of in the middle of something here. It's funny because Bisky for the rest of this. Kiloa is in the video game and now he's become fully rude to women. Absolutely. Bisky is in the background. <laughs> this is what gaming does to you. This is why Kiloa's not a gamer. He knew it would give him <laughs> the hating women juice. Bisky for the rest of the scene is just in the background with the most like enraged expression <laughs> while these furious. two children get swindled. Mm-hmm. And so this little boy who's under a blanket starts shivering and coughing and they're like, oh no, he's so cold. He's shivering. Oh my God. But if only our- he had some little boy clothes. <laughs> if only he had Gon some and Killua are like, children. damn it. And Gon and Killua are like, I mean... We have clothes. They don't look like they would keep anyone warm. They're kind of like just t-shirts, but we have some. And they're like, you'd give us your clothes? Thank you. And they're like, yeah, we assume you guys are going to give us something back. And the other people are like, Mm. Yeah, they're like, thank you so no. much. And they're like, oh, we don't need thanks. We would like some items and information. Yeah, they're like, you know, they're like, oh, yeah, what are we going to get in return? And they're like, they just oh, back away. our boy is so <laughs> sick. Just back away and we cut. Dying hurts mm, so much. We just cut to Gon and Killa sprinting through the woods. They just are in their like underclothes at this point. And they're like, God damn it. We didn't get shit from that. <laughs> and Bisky is still just kind of casually falling behind him. She's like. What the fuck was that? <laughs> She's like, what the hell are they doing? She's here? like, what the hell? Why are you guys so bad at this? Um, eventually the boys get out of the woods and they come to a bunch of plateaus. And Yeah, now we fight some cyclopses. Now we fight we some sure big do. cyclopses. I am forced to remember the fucking image of the I could take four orcs at once, and then me now, I could take four orcs at once, but hard eyes. <laughs> Um, so these boys are about to take eight Cyclopses, but they're still 12, so it's normal. Um, Gone jumps up and punches one in the face, and it doesn't do a fucking thing. And Kiloa thinks for a second, it's like, oh, wait, this is a video game. Uh-huh. They have a big glowing weak point, which is their eyes, since they're Cyclopses. 
So they make- I wonder if this Cyclops could possibly have a weak point. Mm. I wonder if the Cyclops with a big glowing eye could have a weak point. So they take care of these Cyclopses easily. Yeah, Kilua does run up one's arm and punch it right in the eyeball or kick it or something, and it dies in one punch. They're like, well, if this is how hard the monsters are, we should be able to take this place on easily. This place ain't going to be that bad. Mm-hmm. And then they meet a big boy. And then a big, cute lizard. I love this it's lizard. Big. A big, cute fucking lizard. He's big and chunky. A chunky fucking lizard with six arms just pops out. Mm-hmm. And they're like, okay, so we've made a mistake. We don't know how to fight these guys. <laughs> they run away and hide from the big, chunky lizard. And they're like, okay, well, that was fucked up. But as long as there's nothing like that, we'll be fine. And then a small little guy comes up, a small little little dust bunny. Mm -hmm. And they're like, huh, the fuck is that? And then it disappears. And they're like, oh, wow, it's fast. And it runs up and hits Gone in the face. Yeah. And they're like, but it doesn't really hit that hard. So it's too bad Gone's special eyes aren't special enough for this. Yeah. They're like, well, let's just catch it to see if it gives us anything special. And they try for a while and they can't catch it. Turns out it's just too damn fast. And all the while, we have Bisky in the background being like, no, don't don't try to grab where it is. Watch where it's going. <laughs> She's like, what's going on? Why what is with these kids? So much. She's like, what's with these kids? Their teacher must have been awful. Hmm. Hmm. So they keep going. They're obviously not having a great time. Uh, next, they come up with a fun horse. I love bubble horse. They come up to a fun horse. There are so many fun things in this game already. And they're like, what the fuck is up with that horse? And it just starts blowing bubbles at them. And Jing does does do monster design pretty well. I'm telling you, it does does do. It's because he's got that monster fucker interest. (laughs) Uh huh. He's thought about these monsters a lot. Each Mm. of these are the types of monsters he date. Mm. He made that lizard really big and chonky. This is actually a dating sim for him. (laughs) I wish this was a dating sim. So the bubble horse shoots some blue and red bubbles at them. And is it that the red bubbles explode against them? No, the red bubbles Uh, will explode if they hit something else. The Ah, whitish bubbles will explode if they touch them, but they don't do any damage. Yeah, they just make a large, loud noise that spooks them, and the horse escapes in the in the confusion. Mm-hmm. And they're like, huh, what's up with these bubbles? And Bisky is still behind them, just being like, the red ones explode when they touch objects not engaged with Nen, and the blue ones explode when you touch objects with Nen. You have to use your Zetsu and Ren interchangeably. What's going on here? <laughs> She's like, what's with these boys? It's like they're not trained. And then we have a little poorly drawn montage of Gon and Kilua going through and fighting a bunch of different monsters and being really shit at it. And Bisky getting increasingly frustrated. Yeah, going straight from, oh, I'm going to torture these boys to, oh my god, they're wasting their potential! She's like, they have so much potential and physical capabilities, but these boys (laughs) are just wasting all of it. It's so sad. She's like, they suck. (laughs) And so a big suit of armor appears out of nowhere in front of these boys. And they're like, oh, fuck, there's nothing in it. Our hits don't do anything. And she's just like, for fuck's sake, use Gyo. Yeah. Fisket, she can't, can't stay silent any longer. She's 
She's watched these boys fuck up for far too long, she, so she steps up and says, and says, you fucking idiots, use Gyo, mm-hmm. dumbass. You, I have to say one thing to this. You sure. think Gon would have learned his lesson about using Gyo when that is the complete reason why he got his ass handed to him against uh, Hisuka? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But that was a whole arc ago. He's forgotten that was all, all about arc. it completely. Yeah, that I don't is think true. he used Gyo much in like the Phantom Troop arc, so he's probably forgotten about, uh, about it entirely by now. Uh, yeah, that except is true. to like you know find some cool artifacts. I th- that is true. I guess he did forget about it in that fight too. <laughs> he kept forgetting that the first thing he was taught was please use Gyo at all times. <laughs> please remember it's to. It's been like people. two whole weeks since the fight with Hisaka. How could you re- expect him to remember? Please use your specialized Gone. Gone not using a specialized what? In fairness to Gone, he grew up with specialized. He was so good at those coin tricks. In fairness to Gon, he's dealing with people that have magic gum powers, so, you know, you'd think he'd be engaging those special eyes at all times. You would think. You would think. But he's so used to being above and beyond in terms of the eye department, he doesn't doesn't always think about using the special special eyes. That's true, that's true. So, Gon and Killua engage their Gyo and see that there is a string of Nen going from the armor to around a corner. And so Kilwa distracts while Gon runs up to a cute little creature, and the creature gets spooked and turns into a card. And they've done it. They beat a monster. They did. They done it. It's baby. And Bisky just pops up and is like, yeah, so that one was ranked B. It sucks. You guys are going to die. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, okay, for now on, for now on, listen, I am going to be your teacher. So whenever I hold up my finger like this, you guys use Gyo. And they just go, huh? And she's like, excuse you, just use Gyo. And so they both deploy their Gyo and they see, what was the number? Was it one? The first one was one, yes. Yes, the first number was one. And they go, hey, it's one. And she's like, cool. If every time I do that and you don't react, you're going to have to do push-ups. So, well, yeah, she just says like, okay, anytime I do that, you're going to use your go. And Killa was like, um, no, thank you. And she does it again. And Gone, eager to please, says, it's a five. And <laughs> Bisky's like, okay, well, Killa, you didn't say anything. So you have to do push-ups. And drop she and give goes, me 200. Hey, um, what's your fucking damage? Who are you? And she finally introduces herself. We finally do get her name, Biscuit Kruger. <laughs> says, my name is girl. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Biscuit Kruger. I learned Nen over like what forty years ago. Yeah, and Kilua says, "Hey, you're old. You're old as shit." And she finally does punch him into the outer outer. She space. fucking punches him into the next fucking stratosphere, as he deserved. Uh-huh. He's been a rude boy this episode. And they say, "Well, yeah, that is end of episode." Now, now Biscuit is their teacher. Biscuit is Biscuit their teacher. Says, "I own you guys now." She said, Gaslight Gatekeep Girl Boss. I'm actually going to not Gaslight Gatekeep Girl Boss these boys. I'm going to train them instead. I'm going to make sure that it's actually fun to Gaslight Gatekeep Girl Boss them later. <laughs> I need them trained first. Right now, it's easy pickings. That's so true. Oh, wow. Almost like Hisuka. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. <laughs> Everyone just wants to train these boys. She's just not horny about it. Yeah, well, she actually wants yeah. to train them. Hisuka just wants to walk away until they're finally good enough to be, you know, properly beaten. Hisuka wants to think about the boss. That's true. He's currently horny for somebody else, mm. which is a good because that somebody else is a full grown adult. Yeah. He's also not super horny for him anymore because, you know, Nen gone. <laughs> <laughs> and he's off in the East. So. So. Let's, episodes. Let's, let's too do many too many gones. Let's head to these so many, so many gones. All of the gones. Yeah. Hey, the 99 looks like shit. <laughs> 
The 99 is actually a lot closer to the manga version. 2011 cuts out a lot of exposition, which is wild because there's already so there's there's so much. Yeah. This is around the time Togashi just started writing a book instead of like yeah, yeah. writing a manga. Yeah, you can definitely see where Chimera Ant like, you know, got the way it is. Listen, drawing is hard and is backwards. I'm not complaining. <laughs> I'm just saying you like this is definitely a turning point for the series <laughs> where it becomes a lot more story like driven. I mean, not that the others weren't story driven, but it's like story, story, story. As opposed to, you know, story is a little a little excuse to have some tournaments. Yeah. So the the first change I have is that it it talks about how money is in card form and <laughs> Gon and Kilawa don't have any when they eat the spaghetti and the spaghetti was free but they also bought some soda pops so they have to do dishes. Mm. These filthy little hooligans got to do them dishes. Yeah, I think there was a line in 2011 where they were like, "Oh, we've got plenty of money, but I don't know where they got it." Uh, you know, from the dude who died, they, they just took his money. They mm. do get some money from selling the uh, the the nasty fish. Yeah. Card. Okay. They said we're getting rid and of this. Can, yeah, and all the monster cards that they're collecting are worth money, also. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So they'll have that money when they get to a town or whatever. Yeah. Uh, also, the um, you know, the cool guys gang. Uh, you know, it it it's a much more elaborate uh process to get to their secret layer they have to teleport to a guy and then the guy is like hmm this isn't at, we're not actually at the layer yet you have to go in a direction that i tell you to get to the layer <laughs> i love and also we find out that this group has been working on their plan for five years that is so sad they suck so bad at this. It's so funny. Yeah, and there's I there's mean, a lot more detail about their how their plan works. It's all about like buying uh buying foil packs for magic cards to try and get the draws they need. <laughs> buying stocks. Stonks. Yeah. <laughs> buying stonks. Mm-hmm. Also, the uh card thief who tries to steal the sword of truth truth initially has an entire backstory. Oh my goodness. He Togashi has a loves life. his backstories. <laughs> <laughs> this is foreboding for later. He loves his backstories. Lots and lots of backstories. That is true. He goes down the Nardo route of giving every minor character a backstory so you can feel bad about them and you go, I don't care. <laughs> this is having the opposite effect. You say, I think I hate them more now. Yeah, I think it's. Yeah. I mean, it's a little more interesting than in, I think, Naruto feels... Well, I don't know about Naruto. The yeah, way you're describing it... No, the way you're describing it makes it feel a lot more like, you know, like Harry Potter style, where it's like, oh, all like I'm just going to introduce a bunch of just completely random people, and it has the effect of making it feel smaller rather than bigger. I feel like, for the most part, in Hunter x Hunter, it does make it feel better because mm -hmm. it is fleshed out enough that it works. Yeah. But yeah. Also, with the uh, card thief scene, <laughs> there are actually three thieves who come at them initially, and Gon and Kiloa have just put together different strategies to keep their cards from being stolen. Like, Kiloa doesn't have any cards in his binder at all, so the people waste two cards just like trying like trying to fish from his slots. That's but it's just empty. Trying to figure out who has cards, yeah. <laughs> and then Gon put a bunch of rocks in his binder so that the random. <laughs> 
thief cards just uh just have a terrible chance of actually grabbing anything valuable. Hey, that's a strat. That's a strat. Also, a strat. at one point, they're like, oh, the, uh, the, the, the Rock, Paper, Scissors tournament is on September 15th. What day is it now? And folks, in Hunter Hunter, it is canonically 9-11, never forget. Oh my goodness. <sighs> they really weren't in York New City for that long. Where was Jing on 9-11? They were in York New City for like five days. Yeah. They were in York New City precisely before the 9-11 attacks. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's where they were. I don't know what year this is, but Where you know. was Jing? And it's kind of fucked up because all the Phantom Troop activity after like the mafia canceled their bounty was just like passed off as terrorist activity. So <laughs> mm-hmm. interesting. <laughs> fucked up if true. I do think Togashi wrote this before before 9-11. No, Uvogin did 9-11. Uvogin wasn't actually dead and he secured a blimp. And Jet just... fuel can't melt steel beams, but you know what? Uvogin can shout them down. Uvogin's big bang a cat can. Jet fuel can't melt steel abs on Uvogin. <laughs> That's so Uvogin's true. big bang attack can melt steel beams. <laughs> I was trying to think if any of the other ones had, like, melting powers, but I don't think so. I don't know. Uh, Krollo does. Well, or maybe. that's true. <laughs> anyway, that's that's all I have. Yeah. That's all I got. I don't... Just more exposition. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it just was, like, seemed more detailed. Very, mm-hmm. very heavy on exposition. Mm-hmm. Once so. again, hard to follow. <laughs> It's a video game. We're still in the tutorial. I know. Listen I when find they tell you things. Tutorials hard to follow. Listen when they tell you things. Absolutely not. SMH. Never ever. So Sky, I believe you have a segment for us today. I do. I think it's time for us to uh, take a quick hunter exam. Ooh. All right. <laughs> hey, will this be spoilers for future Phantom Troop members? Because for I just see future a- Phantom Troop members. Because I just see a big Illumi on the front, so. Um, okay, well, I, that's not something I know of in the future. Don't take this quiz. Mm. Well, I already took it because I play test quizzes before I send them to you guys. <laughs> and I did get Uboogie in the first time I took it, but we're going to see what Sick. I get this time. You know, you say this, but I you think you doctored the results. <laughs> that's exactly. I think um, you doctored the results. So yeah, this this quiz is, um, which, which, uh. I, I already went away from the title, but it is which Phantom Troop which member wants fa- to date member you. member of the Phantom Troop wants to date you. Yeah. So the first question is, what's the most appealing first date scenario? I'm not going to read them off, but what, do, what are you guys picking? Mm-hmm. I'd say watching the musical cast. All of these are right? nasty little goblin activities. We've got going to an <laughs> art museum and touching all the paintings, getting McDonald's, and then going great. Yeah, they're very rolling. good. A lot of these things sound like a lot of physical activity, though, so I'm just going to watch the music cats where I can just sit there and make fun of a movie. Yeah, that's definitely what I'm picking, too, because I like watching Cats the Musical. That or getting drunk off your ass and passing out a field of sheep, except I don't drink. Mm. Going to an art museum and touching all the paintings does sound fun, but I do kind of want to go on trying different outfits in a clothes store because that sounds fun to me. True. That is very good. And then shoplifting the cute ones. So mm-hmm. I'm going with that. Absolutely. You gotta. All right. So we're all also, we do appreciate fashion in this podcast. Oh, absolutely. We do. This is a, this is a hunter hunter fashion podcast. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. 
we constantly roast that Gon wears one thing all the time. One thing, and Kayla will always be dressing. Kayla will be dressing constantly. All right. So which which of these Tinder bios speaks to you guys the most? Uh, hmm. I'm kind of liking I just need someone to take to family dinner so that my family have hope for me. <laughs> hmm. I kind of want to support that person. I like we'll suck cock for coke, XOXO. <laughs> like. <laughs> hmm. There's also I don't care about you. I just want to see your dog. <laughs> Although I don't have a dog. I have a cat. I so. was looking at that one. Mm-hmm. I think I'm probably going to pick the linked Spotify account made you think of your high school emo phase <laughs> because I do check people's Spotify's when I do that, even though I know it's super inaccurate. <laughs> Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I'm going with the family dinner one. Mm-hmm. I'm going with the dog. I do like just seeing a dog. Yes, dogs are good. That is the first thing I scope out when I go to somebody's house is like, hey, where's your pet? <laughs> Pick a subway sub. Hmm. It's so hard for me to not pick I am the subway sub. It is so difficult. I might, but I have to look at all the other options. I am scrumptious like that. So. <laughs> yeah, I think of these options, actually. I am the subway sub. You see, I, I say that, I like- but the thing about saying I am a subway sub is saying that you are the epitome of mediocrity. Hey, that's so mean. Hmm. I'm not it saying is that. A I'm subway saying I'm sub. sub. But you were saying you were a subway sub. Yeah, but I'm a sub at Subway. Yeah, the epitome of mediocrity. I'm just I'm just there, you know? <laughs> I don't live there. I'm just there. I'm very tempted to pick just 12 cookies with no sandwich, but honestly that would make me kind of sick, so I'm kind I'm 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 going with just a cucumber sandwich. <laughs> I'm looking at just mayonnaise on bread because I could just throw the mayonnaise on bread away and have four cups of soda. <laughs> I could have four fizzy drinks that make my tummy go, hmm. Mm, that is valid. Cucumber sandwich is the most vegan, so I think that's my assigned yeah. choice. Mm. What's the most inappropriate place to piss? <laughs> <laughs> There's some whack options on here. I think I am, I'm gonna be real, I'm probably going in the ashes of your friend's dead dad. That's but not inappropriate. That That's off. very appropriate. That's not inappropriate. That's just praxis. Right. Yeah. 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 Uh, let's see. Let's see. I would say in a glass elevator only because a service worker would have to clean that. That is true. That is very That's inappropriate. True. Although I am assuming if it's a glass elevator, yeah, it's I- owned by someone rich. So I do want them to have to step in my piss. Yeah. Hmm. Grandma's casket at the funeral is also a good one. Once again, but what if she's racist? It's yeah, just praxis yeah. at that point. That's true. The problem with putting it <laughs> in someone's casket is they probably deserved it. Yeah, my problem with questions like these where it's like, what's the most inappropriate is I'm not really picking the most inappropriate. Actually, I'm you know picking what? the answer that makes me laugh. Inside a water balloon during a water balloon fight. That, that is, is just disrespectful. That is so disrespectful. That's, yeah, that does suck. That's that's Don't awful. That, that's a rude one. People, pick a kin and pray. See, I don't know enough of these, except I'm probably going to pick. Oh, Shion. Shion? Yeah, Shion is the oh, only one Shion? I really know. Shion's a good kin too. <laughs> Not gonna lie. 
<laughs> hey Keith, have you gone? Uh, have you gone through uh, part three yet? Chapter three? Uh, I have not. <laughs> uh, I'm probably gonna start it tonight. Have uh, fun. Shadow the Shadow the Hedgehog is on this list, but I don't think Shadow I'm the cool Hedgehog enough to kin Shadow. The problem is King DDD is also hey. on this list, and I feel just the vibes of KDD of just being like a dude who just chills and occasionally messes with Kirby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what could be more fun and relatable than having a big hammer? Than having a big fucking hammer. Right? Be a big chubby penguin bird with a big hammer. Right? Yeah, it's good. It's very good. Hmm. <laughs> I'm still picking Xion from Higarashi. Fair. As sad as it is, I'm probably going to pick Shrek because the idea of just living in a swamp by myself. Living in a swamp by myself, maybe having one animal companion. Sounds pretty good. Extremely valid. Sounds pretty good. Picked a curse song to put in a sex playlist. I'm picking Don't Trust Me by 303 because that song whips and slaps. But is it cursed enough? Two Trucks is pretty funny. Yeah, Two Trucks is uh, pretty good. Two Trucks is very good. That one actually... Uh, if fighting that came Dreamers on from Nardo this- is in here. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're banging to fight, but we're fucking to Fighting Dreamers. You know what? I would put that on the list, but only if it was the Fighting Dreamers version that uh, Sarah and Ray performed on Never Believe It. You know, it could be. <laughs> we'll make it happen. Sasuke's bones are weakened. Sasuke's bones are so weak. <laughs> Man, I gotta catch up on Never Believe It. <laughs> I am a few episodes it's, behind. It's getting pretty nutty. It's always I hear nutty, they're making Nardo I, I fanfiction. I like they're going with it. Good. I hear they are making their own Naruto YA novel. Is that They're not- drawing a manga. <laughs> They're drawing their own manga. Good. Pick a fanfic trope to be stuck in with your de- with your designated spider. Mmm. Mmm. Mm. Oh no, Omega versus here. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Mm. See, enemies to lovers is just sexy, and I feel like with the phantom troop, it works. I like the spontaneity of the, oh no, the enemy has attacked, now we have to have sex for some reason. That one is very good. (laughs) Body swap does sound like a nightmare scenario, and I'm kind of (laughs) tempted. The real question is, who would you want to body swap with the most? Yeah, that's the thing, is this is... (laughs) You and your significant spider have an argument. Why? Hmm. You see, the first one's good because I don't even drink coffee. So the idea of me pulling up and being like, just one coffee, please. <laughs> I thought just- I was locked out, so I broke the windows to get in. My key was in my pocket. The door was unlocked. <laughs> and the window was our neighbor's. Unfortunately, that one is the most me. Unfortunately, they would love that, actually. That wouldn't be an argument. That would be a fuck yeah, dude. I'm very, very tempted also by, let's just say we have differing opinions on the origins of mermaids, (laughs) because that's also very me, is getting into very pointless arguments and getting very heated. I'm going to go with, I keep waking them up at 3 a.m. to talk about eels, because talking about a random animal is something I would do. (laughs) Oh my god. I keep watching Isuka's dance scene from the Nightmare of Soldic, and they have had enough of this damn clown. I, is that one of the plays? Yeah, that's 
That's not even the one we watched. No, why do all of them have long fucking Hisuka dance scenes? Because Hisuka was made for musical theater nerds. Yeah, that's why he's awful. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, but you're if you're watching a Hunter Hunter musical, you have to go in with the expectation that there will be Hisuka. Well, I'm choosing waking them up at 3 a.m. to talk about eels. Mm-hmm. I can't decide between mermaids and locked out. You gotta choose. I think I'm gonna go with locked out because, well, yeah, I'm going with mermaids, actually. Pick Picked a-, a curse fandom to do a couple's cosplay from. I have to pick Mystic Messenger. Hey, you guys, remember how Hitalia has a reboot out? Uh. Anyone else remember that Hitalia did get in the year of 2021 of our Lord a reboot? Wow, it did? I, I was not aware of this. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Oof. New Hitalia is out. Because that's what we need in this in this day and age. For some cursed reason. They heard Attack on Titan was almost over, and they're like, damn, we need to add another fascist media property into mm. here. Rad. I have to call Devin out because he's going to pick JoJo's Bizarre Adventure on this. What do you mean is gonna? I already have. <laughs> I'm going. I'm going with Undertale because I would like to wear a Toriel fursuit, please, mm. and take a Sans. True. That is very very good. I got Uvo. I got Uvo. I got Uvo. This is homophobic. And I, and I... It says congratulations. You are Shawnark. <laughs> you are Shawnark. We all have good taste. Here's the thing. I got, got Uvo the first time. This time I did get Shalnark. Uh-huh. And it says, Shally the Twink. <laughs> he will take you to a play park and let you push him on the swing. <laughs> Fucked up. <laughs> For future events of the manga, that's a fucked up thing to say. Mm. Oof. That's frightening to me. I can't wait to wake up Uvo at 3 a.m. to talk to him about eels. I'm so mad. How come I get Uvo gained in the privacy of my bedroom when I'm just taking quizzes for fun, and now when I'm on the podcast and it's canon, I'm getting Shauna. <laughs> well, obviously you didn't get it right the first time. <laughs> obviously you doctored it, and now that you have to prove your I method. I never. And now that you have to prove your method, you are proven that you are going to date the blonde twink. Mm. Well, I have more quizzes. Do we have time for one more? Um, uh, uh, I can do, I can do one more. Yeah, we can do a quick one. All righty. Well, I will send you all one real quick. I have them bookmarked on, like, they're literally icons on my phone. Are you okay? Um, yeah, I just, uh, like taking you quizzes and I have to do proper <laughs> podcast research. I'm very dedicated to my craft. Oh, hey, new you quiz. This one is a kinning quiz, so this one's going to tell us which one we are. It'd be real awkward if I got Uvo Gein in this one, too. Mm. Two Uvos. It really would be. What are you most afraid of? Making Mm. the wrong decisions. Easy first choice. Mm. (laughs) Yeah, I'm between that and uh, being rejected by others because, you know, RSD. Hmm. Hmm. That is a bad one. Mm-hmm. Making sure the wrong is. decisions. Yeah, that one's easy. Mm-hmm. What verb are you drawn to the most? Mm, harmonizing. I'd be Melody Kin. <laughs> I love how existing is just one of these. <laughs> existing. Do you feel good about existence? Do, well, do you? <laughs> <laughs> That's a tricky question mm-hmm. sometimes. That one's not on the U quiz, though, so we don't have to answer gonna, it. How are you socially? I'm going to go 
I'm very introverted, mm-hmm. thank you. I'm pretty much ambiverted, honestly. This one's too serious. If you were to die tomorrow, would you have some regrets? Well, <laughs> who wouldn't have regrets? Who wouldn't have regrets? Nope, I have no regrets. No regrets whatsoever? No regrets. No regrets. Not ones that would matter, like, dependent on me dying. You know what I mean? No regrets. I have regrets for things I've already done, not for future things. So you would have regrets? No. I've, you know, not one again, not ones that rely on, like, whether I die tomorrow or not. So you would have regrets, though. Do you think you're a good person? No one is. I'm doing my best, okay? <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I, I feel like no one is. What is your best quality? See, this one you can't clown on. These are all too serious. Yeah, too I thought I picked the funnier of the three, but you know. Mm. My best quality is being honest, because I'm a bitch. Mm. <laughs> I'm good at keeping the peace. I hate conflict so much. Valid. Mm. I'm confident in who I am is also one. Yeah. Hmm. I'm not very confident that, in who I am. Who I am changes every day. That's valid, though. <laughs> when Moira Rose on Shit's Creek was like, you know, I like she's talking about the reason she has all her wigs and shit. And she's like, you know, every single day I wake up and I'm a new person. And I'm like, wow, that's a mood. <laughs> Which of the seven deadly sins resonates with you the most? Sloth, because I'm a lazy bitch. Hmm. For me, it's sloth. I just want to lie down. I just want to nap. Forever. For me, it's lust. Okay. (laughs) What word describes you the least? Decisive. Obviously stupid. (laughs) Sure. Hmm. Maybe troublemaker? I do follow rules Mm, a lot. I'm gonna say social mostly because I'm in like eight discords and I talk in maybe two of them. (laughs) And that's only occasionally. (laughs) Hey, at least you're in eight discords. I just wanted to see the funny memes. I'm in three, I think. What animals are you... What animal are you most like? Or pick one that speaks to you. What's your fursona? Mm -hmm. Mouse! Yay! Mouse on there, because that was an easy choice for me. That's incredible. Hmm. Once again, I change on the daily, so this is like, oh. <laughs> Once again, there is no option for jellyfish or mantis shrimp, so I don't know what I'm doing here. That is sad. Hmm. Add more aquatic bio- bioluminescent animals, please. Thank you. Torn between cat and owl. Hmm. I'm going to pick bear because you can sleep all day with that one. Mm, that's true. I do that's love hibernating. Good. You can sleep for an entire winter. I can sleep through all of winter. I can skip the part I hate the most. Right? God, I picked cat because ass. I can sleep all day. That would literally whip so much. It really what would. What if you could just sleep instead of having seasonal depression? <laughs> can you imagine? The life of the bear is fantastic, honestly. I really should be allowed to hibernate through the winter. This is truly <laughs> a failure of society. Anyways, got my character. I'm Shizuku. Last one is favorite color, mm-hmm. and I'm going with purple. I pick blue. Going with all of them. Oh, hmm. Who'd you get? I got Benolanov. Oh, sorry about your backstory, buddy. <laughs> yeah, not, not not sure what that says about me. Sorry about the racism. Sorry, I am sorry too. Is, oh, 
It, I didn't even know about that. I thought you were genuinely being like, sorry, you don't have a backstory. No, <laughs> no, but no love has a backstory. Mm. It's just racist. Only 3% of the people on this list, on this, on in these results got Vanolinov. Only 1% gets Uvogin. The highest is a spoiler. The second highest is Machi. Well, I the got Frollo, so. <laughs> Emo. <laughs> I got Shizuku, so I get the cool fucking vacuum cleaner. Thank you. That's so cool. Damn, that that does whip. Mm -hmm. I'm jelly. I'm I'm happy with these results. Yeah. Extremely valid for us. So I'm uh, Krolo dating Shalnark, as uh, these quizzes have confirmed. (laughs) I am Shizuku dating (laughs) Uvogin, as the whole troop is. I'm wonderful. I'm Vanolinov dating Uvogin. That's... I can't even ship that. You see, the thing about yeah. these is that everyone in the group is dating Uvogin, so it's not really like an accomplishment. It's just like you're in the group. If you're in the group, you have kissed Uvogin. <laughs> All right, does that wrap us up? I think so. Yeah, let's let's head into them plugs. All righty, what you got for us? You can find the pod at GoneWillHunting at Twitter.com. You can find me at GroovingGastly at Twitter.com. Um, I got a new profile picture and I want to tell everyone about it. It looks very cool. It does. Mm. It, it's awesome. It's very neat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Ag Golurk, for making that wonderful image. It was very, very nice. Um, you can find me on uh, Tumblr at Dinkus McDonald. And then I have a show Tumblr, uh, Gone X Willux Hunting on Tumblr also. And then uh, you can find my Twitter at Sky underscore Bird 36. Keith, what you got for us? I'm on for Affinity. My username is Space Robot. I'm drawing the furries and the Digimon and the Pokemon. Speaking about, speaking of uh, giving yourself your fursona, mm-hmm. if you want to yeah. see a drawn, you know where to go. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Well, if that is it, I can finally wish all of our wonderful listeners to to go out, mm-hmm. play some video games. If you see a mountain. You can walk to it. Absolutely. And while you do that, I wish you all a wonderful gone by, everybody. Gone by. Gone by. Gone by.